up what's up guys and welcome to another episode of the powerhouse mentality podcast i'm your host i'm caitlin kenna and today we're taking a little bit of a turn towards more of fitness health and nutrition obviously if you follow me or if you know me at all then you know i'm a huge nerd i have a lot of certifications i have a degree Um, but it's what i do for a living i've been coaching and training people in person online for over a decade and every single day I make sure that I am obsessively learning more and more and more because it's just something that lights my soul on fire. And I wanted to make sure that I do include episodes of the podcast where it's not just mindset, it's also health and fitness and nutrition information because one, I believe that in order for you to actually live your highest quality life, you have to be at your healthiest physically. Yes, mentally It's important to have a strong mindset, but if you have a strong mindset and your health is shit, then you're only going to be able to get so far, all right? And two, it's what I do for a living, and it's what lights my soul on fire, so I want to talk about it. Uh, In the Hidden Summit community, I am on the education team. I run our nutrition talks, and that part that I have in that community outside from being a coach is probably my favorite thing. Like every single week when we get on those nutrition talks and we have that whole community community there that we're talking on a specific topic about, it just, it, it's so incredible to me. It's honestly one of my favorite times of the week. So today, the title of this one, and you already saw if you clicked on it, is the secret, quote unquote, to your healthiest, highest quality life. And there's one thing that we're going to talk about today, and that is muscle. All right, so muscle is the secret. All right, I know how I always talk about there's no secret. Well, the, this is your secret. It's not so secret. And it's not like it's a quick fix because those are bullshit. Quick fixes don't don't actually exist. Now, muscle, though, is the true secret. Like, if you want to live your healthiest, highest quality life, if you want to be in your best body, if you want to have the best hormone profile, if you want to live the longest, if you want to live not just the longest, but live with less disease, with less aches and pains, and again, just have a higher quality of life, then muscle truly is the answer. It's the solution to most things. And the more you have when it comes to muscle, the better quality, healthier life you will live. And two, the easier it will be for you to lose weight. So if you're someone who is just starting off on a fitness or a health journey, don't focus on cutting calories and doing cardio because that's what most people do. When I used to work at the gym, I would take people on a tour of the gym and I would be like, all right, cool. Well, your goal is to lose like 20 pounds, right? Well, what do you, what's your plan? Like, what are you going to do in order to make that happen? And the most common thing that I would get from people would be, oh, I'm just going to uh, I'm gonna focus on just like eating less and I'm going to eat, you know, less carbs specifically is always what people said. Um, and I'm going to just do a lot of cardio so that I can burn the fat off. And then that's when I'll start doing weight training. When in all reality, that's completely backwards. Like if you want to actually lose weight, you're not going to burn fat by doing cardio. If you're doing cardio with the sole intention to lose weight, then you're not going to be very successful. In fact, you're going to be very unsuccessful. 
Now, what you need to do instead is focus on getting stronger through lifting weights and eating enough protein. Because muscle, and we'll talk about this a little bit later when I talk a little bit more on the benefits, but muscle is the only active tissue in your body. It's the only active tissue that's actively burning calories, meaning it's going to help to increase your metabolism, which is going to allow you to burn more calories even at rest. So if you're burning more calories at rest because you have more muscle on your frame, then you're going to be in a better state to lose body fat than somebody else who doesn't have as much muscle because they're doing too much cardio. And with cardio, yes, it's important for cardiovascular health and it has health benefits, but it doesn't have metabolic benefits like weight training does because you're not going to put on muscle by doing cardio, but when you're lifting weights, you're going to put on muscle. And again, muscle is very important for your metabolism Your body's going to adapt to cardio over time. It's just evolution. So if you're always going on, I don't know, if you're doing like a three-mile run, you're going to burn, let's say, 400 calories during that run. But then as soon as you stop running, you're going to stop burning calories. So on the days where you're not doing that run, you're not going to be burning any additional calories. And then over time, your body's going to become more efficient at that run because you become better at it. So you're going to burn less and less calories during that run. Now on the flip side with weight training, you might burn less calories during that initial session. For example, if you do the same amount of time lifting weights that you did running, you're going to burn less calories during that session, but the calorie burn isn't going to stop when you stop working out because your body's going to burn more calories through the muscle that you're building, but also through the recovery process. So you're going to be using energy or calories to actually help that muscle recover, and then you'll build the muscle, which again is going to help you burn more calories. So you're going to be burning more calories, not just on the days where you're lifting weights and working out, but every day of the week. And over time, that's going to add up and accumulate and compound to create massive change. And your body doesn't adapt to weight training the same way that it does to cardio. Plus, there's always different things that you can change with your weight training that you can't really change with running. Yeah, you can try to run faster and faster, but you can only get to a certain point. With weight training, you can increase the load that you're using. You can increase the reps. You can increase or decrease the tempo. You can change things up as far as exercises. So there's always something different that you can change that's going to help you to increase your progress with weightlifting. Now, that's the metabolism side of things, and we'll get into that a little bit later as well, but You know, it used to be thought that building muscle and lifting weights and eating protein was all about aesthetics. Like, it was all about the look. Back in the 80s and the 90s, people were thinking that, okay, I have to do cardio in order to lose weight and get, like, skinny, right, and lean and toned. But if I want to get big and bulky, then that's when I lift weights. Like, it was was only for bodybuilders when... In all reality, that's not the case. And now you're seeing it kind of completely flip where if you go to a gym, there's a lot less cardio than there used to be. And there's a lot more weights because people are starting to realize that weight training is the biggest benefit for not just aesthetics, but also for health. So yeah, muscle is really important for improving your body composition. Like I said, having more muscle is going to increase your metabolism, meaning that you're going to burn more calories even at rest. When you're burning more calories, then you're going to be in the best position to lose body fat, and that will improve your aesthetics. Now, there are more and more studies coming out showing how important muscle is for health and longevity, and I fucking love that. 
And I love that that topic is getting so much more attention because it needs to. Muscle is an organ of longevity, while excess body fat becomes an organ of inflammation in excess. You need body fat. It's essential. But if you have excess body fat, it just becomes inflammatory. Whereas muscle, it's anti-inflammatory and it's longevity, okay? So based on that description alone, which one do you think is going to contribute to a healthier version of yourself? It's kind of a no-brainer. You want more muscle, not more fat, right? Now, muscle is incredibly important for your overall health, right? It's not just about aesthetics. It's not about strength. It is, but it's not all about those things. Research has shown that having more muscle can have a significant impact on so many different things when it comes to your well-being. For instance, like having stronger muscles is going to directly be related to better brain health and better brain function. It helps to maintain insulin sensitivity and allows for better glucose disposal, which is crucial for managing blood sugar levels. Like so many people nowadays are struggling with chronic illness, diabetes, heart disease, things like that, that are all caused by insulin sensitivity. Now, or I'm sorry, insulin resistance, which is basically when your insulin is less sensitive. So if we can help to maintain or even improve insulin sensitivity, which is basically saying improving your body's ability to use insulin, then you're going to be less at risk of all of these chronic illnesses. So if you have high cholesterol or if you have insulin issues or if you have diabetes, then building muscle by doing strength training is going to help to lower those things for you. Additionally, muscle promotes a healthy hormone balance, and that includes testosterone levels in men and women and hormone imbalances in women. It can help to prevent those or can improve those. It also plays a huge role in protecting your ligaments, your bones, and other tissues. So there are studies that have indicated that having more muscle can actually lower the risk of developing heart disease and reduce certain types of cancer. All right, that's, that's fucking wild. It acts as almost like a, of an insurance agent, right? It's kind of like an insurance agent because a lot of people in our society in America, we like to eat. So we overconsume calories, carbs, sugars, and if you have more muscle, it's going to help your body better utilize those calories, the carbs, and the sugar that you're eating more effectively. So no, it's not going to negate those things, but it can help give you a little bit of wiggle room. And that's the same thing as like a lot of people have sedentary lifestyles where they're sitting at a desk for the majority of the day. So if you have more muscle on your frame, it's going to allow you to burn more calories while you're at rest. So it might help to not negate that sedentary lifestyle because no matter what, you can't out train a bad diet and you have to move throughout your day in order to be healthier but again it's going to give you a little bit more wiggle room so back to like the chronic illness thing muscle mass has been shown to correlate with your risk of dying or developing chronic illness so to correlate not dying or not having um mortality right early mortality Uh, obviously we all die right So there's one specific study, and I'll put it down below, where it actually showed that just one hour, one fucking hour of resistance training each week because of the way that it helps to build muscle and improve insulin sensitivity can decrease all-cause mortality risk. So I think everybody 
who's listening to this could do at least one hour of resistance training. Now, what I would recommend, and I'll talk about this a little bit more at the end, is anywhere from three to six days a week of resistance training is going to give you results. Like, the majority of people, like, yeah, if you do three days a week, and then if you do four, five, six, you're probably going to be able to see better results if you're doing more closer to, like, the five range. Um, because one, you don't want to overtrain because if you have too much stress, then you're not going to be able to build muscle. But, you know, obviously a little bit more is a little bit more stimulus, but you have to like manage recovery. You have to manage how much stress you're putting on your body. So you have to find what works and feels best for you. And for most people, especially because of the busy lives that a lot of people lead, three days a week seems to be that sweet spot. So also... We can talk a little bit about how, you know, being stronger by building muscle is going to help to prevent you from falling as you get older. It will help you be more stable, stronger, have better balance. And, you know, one really sad statistic is that 50% of the elderly who break a hip from falling, they die within a year of suffering that fracture. So if you can prevent that fall through being more resilient by strength training, then it's going to help you live longer and, again, live a higher quality life because that's really what it's all about. I don't want to live longer if I'm living a shitty quality life. I want to live longer to live a better life. And, you know, this also includes preventing things like osteoporosis and arthritis. Since muscle is going to help keep your bones, joints, tendons, and tissues stronger, it's going to help to prevent those things from happening. So we got kind of five main things that we spoke about there. I know that was a lot, but one, improved mobility, right? So muscle is essential for maintaining mobility, especially as we age. It's going to provide strength, balance, stability, and it's going to allow you to move more freely and perform daily activities with ease, right? Like team carry all your groceries in in one fucking shot, right? Plus, you know, think about it. As you get older, you know, you see elderly people who are doing yard work and stuff. They're more capable of those things. Because probably they have more muscle on their frame. All right, so number two, decreased inflammation. And this is a big one that contributes to chronic illness, right? So building muscle is going to help to reduce inflammation in the body. And chronic inflammation is associated with so many different health issues, including heart disease, cancers, and diabetes. Nobody wants those things. All right, number three, enhanced insulin sensitivity. And this this one right here... I believe is one of the biggest things that helps to improve all of these markers, right? Because insulin sensitivity, when we have better insulin sensitivity, is going to reflect in less inflammation, less chronic disease, and is going to help you, again, live a healthier, higher quality life. So muscle is going to play a crucial role, like I said earlier, in improving insulin sensitivity. So if we increase muscle mass, we can better regulate blood sugar levels, and we can reduce the risk of developing insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes. All right. Number four is that metabolic boost that we spoke about. So muscle is a metabolically active tissue that requires more energy to maintain it compared to fat. So this means just by having more muscle, you're going to increase your resting metabolic rate, allowing you to burn more calories throughout the day, even at rest. And number five is an improved hormone profile. So building muscle is going to positively influence your hormones to allow you to feel your best and improve your life. And this includes testosterone, estrogen, 
insulin, cortisol, thyroid hormones, and all of those things that influence inflammation and metabolism. All right. So now you know all of the gist of why the fuck should I build muscle? Well, I just go back and listen to the last fucking 10 minutes of me spieling about muscle. It's really beneficial. All right. It's definitely much more beneficial for you to have more muscle than it is body fat. If somebody's a bigger person, but they have more muscle, they are healthier than somebody who is a skinnier person who has more fat. I bet you that they're healthier, that bigger person with more muscle. Now, now you know, it's important. So how do you build it, right? How do you how do you start? Say you're somebody who's coming in, you're completely green, you have no idea what you're doing when it comes to health and fitness, and you're like, oh shit, I was just gonna go on runs and, you know, live on the treadmill and just kind of cut out certain food groups, like just eat healthier, quote unquote. So what do I do if I want to maximize this and make it easier for me to lose weight, right? By building more muscle. So a couple of really, really simple things, just three things that I would suggest that you start with because I don't want to overwhelm somebody who's just starting out, right? Because I could say, oh, this, 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 take this, do this, eat that. But that's going to overwhelm somebody who isn't doing anything right now. So what I want you to remember if you're just starting off on a journey is that something is better than nothing. So if you're weight training zero days a week and then next week you weight train one day a week, that's fucking awesome. That's progress because you're doing one more day than you were. And then over time, you can build upon that. But you have to find a pace that works for you. Obviously, if you go from zero to one and then a couple weeks later to two, it's going to take a little bit more time, but it's going to be better for you in the long run for you to take it a little bit slower so you can build habits instead of trying to rush into something and completely change your entire life. Because that's not going to work. You're going to last two weeks and then fucking hate it, quit. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I see people quit when it comes to health and fitness is because they take on too much all at once. Focus on one habit at a time, build on that habit, build on another habit, and then all of a sudden you look back and you see how far you've come. All right, so three things that you can do. Lift weights three to six times a week. Now, like I said, you can work up to this. So if you're doing zero, doing one is better than none. All right. So lift weights three to six times a week. There are so many different programs that you can find that are phenomenal right now. I coach and advise people in the first form app. It's $12.99 a month and they have 15, 15 different workout programs that you can choose from anywhere from beginner all the way to advanced. So it doesn't matter whether you have zero equipment and you're just using your body weight as resistance because body weight does count as resistance or whether you're using bands or dumbbells or you're in a gym or you're doing power lifting or you're doing Olympic lifting, barbell work. They even have a marathon program if you want to train for a marathon like a psychopath. But there are 15 different programs for you to choose from in there. So you're going to get a wide variety of different things that you can find. What do you like? What don't you like? Because at the end of the day, if you're doing a workout program that you fucking hate, you're probably not going to stay consistent with it. So it's really important for you to find something that you actually do enjoy. Obviously, you're not going to enjoy it every day. There are going to be days where you're like, I don't want to fucking do this. It's normal. But you have to find something that you truly don't hate. So 
I always put the link down below for the first form app. You can get in there, check out the programs. And if you use the link below, then you'll be added to my team so that I can help to advise you and help you through the process. It always helps to have somebody on your side because especially if you've never done this before, you're going to be a little lost and confused. So having somebody there to support and push you is really beneficial. All right. So number one, lift weights three to six times a week, but you can work up to this one. Number two, eat one gram per pound of your goal body weight, or I'm sorry, of your body weight in protein. If you have more than 60 pounds to lose, then you can kind of go off of a goal body weight. Um, I really prefer going off of body weight for the majority of people, just because goal body weight is a little bit fuzzy, because a lot of the times I don't want my clients to really focus heavily on the scale since muscle is going to take up less space than fat. So you might not lose a drastic amount of weight, but you can change your entire body because you're building muscle and losing body fat. Now, protein is the most important thing with nutrition. The fucking most important thing. There are so many different benefits when it comes to protein, and I can save that for another episode because I can get all in on protein. But Protein is made up of amino acids, and these amino acids are the building blocks for your body. So anything in your body that requires growth, repair, rebuilding, it requires those amino acids that you get from protein. So you need protein, not just for building muscle, but for longevity, okay? So eating one gram per pound of your body weight in protein is going to allow you to have that that those amino acids that help to build muscle. So if you're doing the weight training, then you're breaking down muscle tissue. That's what happens when you work out. You break your body down. And if you're not giving your body the building blocks, it needs to actually rebuild and repair that muscle tissue, then you're not going to be able to get the metabolic boosting effects that you're looking for from that weight training. So weight training and protein intake need to go hand in hand here. All right. Now, the third thing is eat real food. Like, eat fucking real food. Stop eating this bullshit stuff that comes out of a package. Like, that's okay every once in a while. I'm all about having, like, a fucking Oreo. But you have to eat more real food. First of all, you get to eat so much more food when you eat real food. So much more. Right? But two, it's going to help to keep you more satiated. When you combine that with protein, which is very satiating, then you're going to be very less likely to undereat, and you're not really going to have to pay attention to the calorie count if you don't want to. Now, if you want to get the best results possible, then managing your nutrition, tracking your macros, weighing and measuring your food, that's going to be the most important thing for you to do because it's going to help give you, one, awareness of what you're eating, but two, it's going to allow you to control all variables, so you're going to leave no doubt behind. But If you're just starting off and you're like, I don't want to track macros. I don't want to track my nutrition. I just kind of want to change my lifestyle a little bit. Eat 100% real food. Just eat fucking whole foods. Proteins, fruits, vegetables, minimal processed carbs like rice and potatoes. Like focus on those foods. All right. Less ingredients, better. So again, lift weights three to six times a week. Eat one gram of protein per pound of your weight. And then eat real food. That's it, guys. So if you have any questions when it comes to weight training or where should I start or help me, shoot me an email. I always put my email here down below. But if you need anything at all, I'm always there. So never, ever hesitate to shoot me an email. But guys, go out and do one thing that's going to take you one step closer to where you want to be.